Fit for Life Radio, episode number 167. Gary and Will here. What's good? Today we are talking about how muscle weakness accelerates aging. It's a deep dive. Deep dive. Learning really in the last decade, it's becoming quite obvious the benefits of strength as we age. Like we talked about before, resistance training, increasing strength has always been seen as like this thing you do in your 20s to build bigger muscles and to just look good and be an athlete. And why do that stuff if I'm outside of that window? When in reality is, it's probably even more important as we age. It, and it is, man. For reasons that have nothing to do with our aesthetics. And this is more confirmed. We will be going over a Precision Nutrition Academy Research Insider research review on a recent study done by the University of Michigan. Coach Ben's squad. Were you going to say alma mater? Yeah. <laughs> they may not be able to win the football national championship. Oh, God, man. But they're pumping out these studies. Got to do something, right? And the headline of their press release for their new study was, is, is weakness the new smoking? Mm-hmm. It's juicy. I love how they always use, like, smoking as the yeah <laughs> well think about it sm smoking for so long at one point it was hey this is good for you yeah and then they're like nah this is, this is actually bad. So <laughs> and, yeah, and, that, and we look back on smoking now oh man yeah we were kind of yeah <laughs> like we missed the mark on this <laughs> we were kind of wrong right so same thing and um now they're they're really connecting the dots to weakness being a main problem and specifically with this something that now everyone does care about because there's a billion dollars industry of anti-aging. Yeah. Creams, lotions, Just surgeries, potions, potions. <laughs> and most of it's bull hockey. Yeah, it's crap. But guess what? Actually, there's some things though. Maybe the closest to anti-aging being strong. Yeah. All right, so and we're not talking like you're not being like Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. or pro Shame. weightlifter strong, just like general yeah. strength. Yeah, really, and this is what we'll get into. And they, they you, as you'll hear, you'll as you listen, the mechanisms at play are still not understood, yeah. but there's very strong correlations now. And we do know. So, what is aging? It kind of it. Truly, it, it happens on the cellular level. Yeah. Our body's always regenerating our cells. Over time, it basically gets less efficient at that. Yeah. Can't do it as well. You know, uh, there's a thing called our, we have our biological age. No, excuse me. We have our chronological age. Which is how long we've been on the earth. Yep. Our date since, since we were born. And then we have our biological age, all right, how old we look, feel, and perform. And scientists use DNA to assess our age acceleration, which is how fast your cells are aging. So they take a little peek and see, like, well, how mm -hmm. well are these babies working? And in the review, they talk about how this is a good analogy. You can think of it as kind of your DNA, your DNA M methylation as grains of sand in the gears of life. And as those gears <laughs> grind down, 
your body slowly loses its ability to fight off pathogens and repair damaged tissues. So that, I mean, that makes sense in the sense of aging. You just yeah. slowly, your body's being chipped away over time is basically what it is. Yeah. And that's inevitable, but, but you can, you can slow, slow it down, slow that down. Right. And they wanted to find a correlation, something to help with this, to measure this. And one that came about was our grip strength. Now, and I've seen some other studies on this and then people take it to where like, well, let me just train my grip. Right. And it's like, that's not, it's probably not specifically like your grip strength. No, but it's an indicator of overall strength across the whole system. Exactly. People who are overall weak, don't train, have strength or anything. They're going to have weak grip strength. Yeah. And generally people that do a lot of physical things, their grip strength will be stronger just because they're generally active. Yeah. So it's a strong correlation. Um, and it's a very simple test, which is cool too. Yeah, it's cheap. It's easy. Someone just brought one in at our gym. I know. I want to do it. Um, and now the key too is because I've seen videos of people doing this online, you know, like TikTokers. It's like, hey, you know, they'll be at a club at 4 a.m. Let's test your grip strength. And, but, and then, of course, every, you know, people are standing. They eat a power stance. They grr. But technically, if you're doing this and you're tracking it, the rules, quote unquote, are you want to be sitting down. Yep. Your arm is at 90 degrees you know, by your side, and then you squeeze it and you do two kind of max tests. Yep. But anyways, so yeah, that's why it's great. It's cheap. It's easy. Anyone can do it. It does have the strong correlation. Um, so yeah, it's a great, great indicator. Now, how the study worked was the University of Michigan, they recruited 1,275 participants from their long-running health and retirement study. Ooh. The participants' average age was 70. And the average age was 70 at the time of the final data being collected. Mm, mm-hmm. Their average BMI, body mass index, was 29. Okay. Most were white and married, and more than half had some college education. And they used three different biological biological clocks to kind of seek out the connection between grip strength and the rate of aging. Um, and it's like basically fancy stuff, fancy DNA scientist stuff. The three different things, probably the not stuff that worth we don't going know over. about. Now, again, what the what the study found was the higher the participants' grip strength the slower they were aging at the cellular level. And again, they were using like DNA type tests uh, to, to measure this stuff, this, this cellular level thing. So it's like a real thing. It's, it sounds kind of woo-woo, but it's, it's real, yeah, right? We have cells. you can <laughs> check to see. Like, um, and this was a direct, strong correlation. Um, essentially, those with the least strength were aging the fastest. Those with the most strength were aging the slowest. On a cellular level. Yeah. Uh, they also mentioned another interesting but not relevant data point. On average, men were about 33% stronger than wil- women relative to their body size. Now, just speculation. Yeah, and th- this is why, as we talked about, you know, for the longest time, culturally, it's like faux pas. Is that a word? What's that yeah, word? Faux, faux, faux pas. For women to work out and yeah. do do quote unquote manly things and strength yeah, and all. so to stay 
like very thin mm-hmm. and and long and yeah. lean or whatever the terms they and use. Then, yeah, and lo and behold, as women age, they have higher rates of osteoporosis. They have, they have su- faster cellular aging because mm-hmm. they don't do strength promoting yeah. stuff. And think about the generation that was tested too. Like they were the generation yeah, that grew that, up that, with yeah. like you shouldn't work out. Yeah. And so it doesn't surprise me. So, you know, just, you know, speculating from the data, you can say, hey, that's probably because men do more strength engaging stuff over their lifespan. Yeah. Um, and again, the thing is they, it's, so that is clear that this, this correlation, what is not clear is the specific mechanisms involved, right? So why exactly does being stronger, um, age us slower? And, you know, so obviously you can speculate, well, like we talked about before, cellular aging is essentially, our body not being able to repair itself as well on a cellular level. So you can assume, hey, if I, this is just me speculating, well, we know the process, you know, we exercise, it does cause kind of like these micro things that our body has to then repair itself from. Mm -hmm. So you could speculate that by, you know, resistance training, strength training, doing stuff like that, our body has a more robust and efficient machine repairing process. Right. So then it filters down to that cellular level. Um, you know, that's one thing. But yeah, there's it, just it so many things involved because it's so detailed. But again, there is a strong correlation. And I, you can't I don't think you can ignore the correlation, even though someone's going to be like, well, there's yeah. no mechanism. Well, that's fine. At this point, there's no yeah, denying that there's a connection between strength and aging. Yeah. And if aging slower is important to you. Then strength strength promoting activities should be a priority yeah and we've gone over the basics before too like two times a week you know like even if you're just doing that you're making huge huge waves in the sense of Mm -hmm. slowing things down it's not like you got to become a bodybuilder and train five days a week just two days a week of some resistance type training whatever that may be for you and it's going to help a lot yeah Essentially, you should do what it takes to build and maintain muscle strength. That's it in a nutshell. Boom. If And this is where you have to accept that there's only so much. Th- this is what we see in that hurts to watch in the fitness industry is maybe some people people see strength training as like, well, I'm going to do this because I'm bored with my, um, you know, jazzercise or this and but then they bounce around but the reality is if say you do strength training for two years and you get stronger and 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 then you get bored and you go do something else there's nothing else that gives those same benefits and you will lose those benefits the real reality is you're going to to do it it works what gets you there keeps you there so then you're going to essentially, if you just then say you build this baseline level of strength, you know, you're, you're dumbbell pressing 50 pound dumbbells and, you know, doing this and that, then essentially you just need to keep doing that for the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years. And if you just never made any more progress, but maintain those, that baseline of strength, like that's huge. That's how you maintain your strength Yeah, and, and, and ensure it because it's trackable, it's progressible. So you have to come to grips with like it's it's like brushing your teeth right like we don't say like say you're able to keep tartar and gum disease at bay because you floss once a day and brush twice a day then you just have to maintain that yeah that's no one's one's going to something else yeah you don't just switch and say i'm going to go to uh 
just swishing water in my yeah, mouth, and like you know, be fine. Uh, or just mouthwash. Like you need the maintenance. Because I'm bored with brushing. No. And that's how you want to look at strength training is there's a few effective methods after if you're doing them for one, two, three, four years, yeah, they're going to get kind of boring. But at this point, it's you, you want to maintain. It's about maintaining that strength. It's about mm-hmm. slowing down the aging process. It's about having function. Um, and you, you got to enter that mindset. Yeah. And then through those first couple of years, like you should be spending time to figure out how do I make this a part of my normal day mm-hmm. from here on out? Because there is a way to do it and you can structure your day to include it. And again, even if it's only twice a week. Everybody has 45 minutes twice a week to do this, 30 mm-hmm. minutes twice a week to do something like this. So it's just prioritizing it and making sure that, hey, this is actually important for me to do. Yeah. Because I do want to age slower. You know what we should start doing? I just thought of when what? you do strategy sessions with people and they sign up for like a trial, we should like, because you can do it right there. You know, have them to test their grip strength Ooh. and then record it and then have them, you fun. know, test it like six months later or something like Get that. Get some data. Yeah kind of fun that would actually be really cool we should test everyone's grip strength i'm just curious now i need to know yeah i wonder what's the strongest grip but yeah i mean i love seeing all this stuff right and it's it's awesome like the benefits are like almost like never ending yeah and and at at this this. point if you don't want to hear it you're just choosing to ignore it right um like there's no real other because answer. most people would be like, well, I don't want big muscles. I mean, I was like, hey, you should resistance train. I'm scared to get bulky. I don't want big muscles. You're not going to accidentally get bulky. Trust me. And it's like, oh, for anti-aging, you should yeah. resistance train. Oh, uh, well, you know, like, so, you know, it's going to uh, do more than probably creams, lotions and potions. Oh, God. Yeah. You know, because remember the cellular level that's everything that's your skin that's that's uh, your literally organs, every part of you and here's the thing it's very accessible now you know that's what i mean that's what we do for you have your gyms that you can just walk into now they're fairly cheap and everywhere so across the board it's accessible there's like a planet fitness everywhere mm-hmm. Now, some people then struggle, well, what do I do when I'm here? Or yeah. I'm not motivated. I don't know if I'm doing it right. Or I'm scared in this environment. You know, then you have gems like ours, Coastal Strength and Fitness, which is like another layer of, okay, well, we'll have a coach here. We have the workouts designed. They're going to demonstrate everything. They're right. there to coach help you, you with stuff, it. coach you through it. And, and that was essentially our motivation for Coastal, like as a business is, hey, we want to create an environment that facilitates resistance training for people who fail with it on their own on their own being able to consistently stick with it and yeah. do it and that and those are generally the people that show up yeah and then even on top of that then you have personal training right maybe then the group atmosphere is still a little overwhelming not enough one-on-one attention I mean, you have a personal trainer to walk you through every single set rep count it for you mm-hmm. just for you and all these things are available in every city just about and this wasn't the case so long ago, you know, back 20 years ago, nah. you know, gyms were we talked about that last time, you're a little more expensive, not as everywhere. Right. Yeah. So well now with the planet fitnesses and mm-hmm. the anytime fitnesses and all those 24 yeah. hour gyms, they are literally everywhere. Yeah. Or it used to just be like the weight section was just this like black hole in the back of the gym Mm -hmm. and no one was going to go there so and it's like oh you're a you're a lady then you should go do this um dancing workout yeah you should right or just sit on the spin bike and that's it yeah 
Oh, and it, actually, you know what? We have a woman's only section. And inside the woman's only section five is, <laughs> is five pound pink dumbbells yeah. and ellipticals. You, that's what you should use. It's like a garbage hotel gym. You know, that was lit. And that, that was, was what it was, <laughs> you know, and it's, oh, wait, now that same person who was 40 then is 70 now and they have 30% less, you know, uh, on average strength than men and they have osteoporosis and yeah, they're aging at a faster, they're on a cellular level, aging at a faster rate. Yeah. You know what? Maybe you should have picked up a dumbbell that was 10 pounds to start, but then yeah. eventually 15 pounds and then eventually 20 pounds. And then eventually, you know, my mom goes to coastal and mm -hmm. she's like been small and petite her whole life. And then she wor has a little workout friend partner at the gym and she's a petite lady, but you know, I mean, probably like 120 pounds yeah. and she's lifting. My mom was telling me how her partner was lifting, um, like 30 pound dumbbells, 35 pound dumbbells, mm -hmm. you know? Which that's huge, and especially because yeah, most somebody in their what fifties, sixties. Is she sixties or it's well, your mom? Kim, well, my mom's in her sixties. Kim, I'm not sure. I think she's fifties. Yeah, fifties. And but yeah, so it's like no one would have encouraged her to do that, no. right? And the benefits are immense. They're huge. And we talk about this at the gym, and we talked about it on here, but just to reiterate too, like to get people a frame of mind. Again, you don't have to be a champion, elite one percenter with this stuff. No. A good rule of thumb, which maybe we'll need to break it down specifically. I know in general for guys, right? Like if you could, we've always had before, if you could like one arm dumbbell press 50% of your body weight yeah, for 10 reps. That's like an ultimate good goal. Yeah, right? that's a great goal. So if you weigh 160 pounds. It's an 80 pound dumbbell. An uh, 80 pound dumbbell. Like that would be, you know, awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, so you probably skew it a little and with eight, but yeah. So, you know, if it's a 120 pound woman, I, and I will have to look cause I've seen them, but yeah. So something like, like that for the most part, it's going to be, get you a lot of benefits. So, you know, 30 pounds, you know, is like, it's probably like a third. Yeah. Yeah. If you ever could get to doing a third, you know, of your body weight or a, a quarter, um, it's, yeah, it's goal, probably more man. like a quarter. So that's a good goal. Yeah, I mean, half for a 120-pound chick would be a 60-pounder. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, a, a yeah. bit, yeah. But, no, yeah, like yeah. a third to a quarter would be... I'll say probably a quarter. Yeah. Um, you know, and ha so have little little things like that. So that way, too, because like we said, you're not going to get stronger forever. Like, no. it doesn't go up forever. There'd be like 500-pound dumbbells, right? So you, you got to realize that there's a good point that you're trying to create. There's like this base level of strength. And yeah. then if you can do that and maintain it, that's the goal. And here's the thing. You can get there in one to three years, four years of consistent training. Mm -hmm. So the real reality is, well, if you're starting when you're 20, starting when you're 30, starting when you're 40, you're looking at 40s, 50s, 60s, 30 plus years that you just need to maintain. Yeah. And then, and that that's the real reality. And I know someone's listening to me like, no, you, uh, one, you should always get better, right? And it's like, nah, it's you know, you're not going to go. At a certain <laughs> point, you're not just going to go up and up and up and up and up. Yeah. Especially like as you get older. Or you will. A little harder. Yeah. But, or there's, or yeah, it is a sport. You are trying to reach 1%. Go for it. 
and you're eventually going to get to where it takes you two years to go up five pounds, which is fine. You are improving, yeah. but not everyone needs to do that. That's yeah, massive that. diminishing returns. So, you know, again, we're talking to someone who's like not even going to start because they think they'll get bored or they think there's no point, right? When we're saying, man, if you can reach these above average levels, these baselines and maintain them. Yeah. Yeah. Like we've talked about, you're going to have anti-aging on the cellular level, strength, flexibility, all the above, bone health, so much, so many benefits to just simply make some decent progress and maintain it over years and decades. Yeah. And it's not sexy. It's not. But feeling good when you're older is. Mm -hmm. Just saying. Yeah. Because like, I think everybody knows that person where you're like, wow, there's no way that person's 70 years old because they've been active their whole life. They work out. They take care of themselves. And they just don't look at like like we expect somebody to look at 70. And that's because they've just made this a lifestyle and they are active, you know. And then on the flip side, you, you know, you have people where you're like, you know, you look like you're 70, but you're like 55, yeah. you know. And that's somebody who maybe has never done anything before in terms of like resistance training or exercise and it just ages you so much quicker. Yep. So yeah, mm. it doesn't have to be a grand thing either. Like I said, 45 minutes twice a week, 30 minutes twice a week is enough. Yep. So hopefully that was interesting to you. Again, if you are interested, you could probably just Google, go ahead and see what pops up. If you Google the, uh, what was the name of it that we said that they came up with? Oh, is uh, is weakness the new smoking? Which then would hopefully pull up the study from the University of Michigan. Is, yeah. Okay. So yeah, you yeah, do yeah, that. It we'll pulls it up on the um, U of M Health yeah. website. And we'll put a link in the show notes as well if you're interested in reading the, the nitty gritty. Yeah, it's it's cool. We definitely, we definitely need to... Ch uh, Start tracking some grip strength stuff. I'm real curious. Yeah. See how it, it'd be really cool and to see somebody who's like older, somebody who starts mm -hmm. in their 60s and see like how does it progress yeah. for them. Or also our clients who've been coming years, what yeah. theirs is compared to new people. Compared, yeah. But, and they have on here, and I'm sure it's in the study too, more detailed, the kind of like standards here. So the foundation for the National Institutes of Health defines normal grip strength as at least 32 kilograms, so 70 pounds for men, and 20 kilograms, so 44 pounds for women. They define weakness as a maximum grip strength below 57 pounds for men and 35 pounds for women. Everything in between is classified as intermediate. Okay. So yeah, I guess everyone's goal would be to hit that normal and above, mm -hmm. right? Because yeah. the area below is quote unquote intermediate. And then the area below that is, is weak. defined as weakness. So, weak. and I'm going to assume that, is that what, when you squeeze these um, grip strength things, it gives the, you that number? Yeah. The dynamometer. Yeah. Yeah. They, it should pump that number right out. Uh, then here's the health and retirement study, HRS. You'd, you, they used, so according to the standards we just went over, the foundation of the National Institute of Health, just 5% of men and 18% of women were considered weak. So then the health and retirement study used much tougher points 
for weakness. So 39 kilograms or 86 pounds for men and 22 kilograms or 48 pounds for women. Using their standards, it put 55% of men and 47% of women into the weak category. Damn. Okay. In both cases, grip strength below the normal point was associated with slow walking speeds, which itself is associated with mobility impairment and all that comes with it. And that's what matters. So testing grip strength gives you a way to identify, yeah, where you want to be with that. So I think obviously, yeah, use the higher standards, the HRS. And since we are now gathering this kind of information and gyms like us will probably be a big point to help yeah let's kind of see where our people have been training where we're at with yeah. with these numbers Ooh, so cool. that we can have Track more clearly age yeah Ooh. and clearly defined goals with that so yeah i'm excited to dive into that yeah i'll we have a member who just bought one i'll see if she can bring it by she was going to and we can yeah get a little baseline hey get a grip <laughs> grip strength board yeah <laughs> nah yeah nah you're right that would be i mean you know we cater to like 40 plus and we have lots of members in the double arp age range and that would be a cool board yeah. and that's what we're we want to encourage yeah. right like these things that really do matter, matter. not just like yeah. you know someone deadlifting 900 pounds yeah so you want to throw that in as a test test one day yeah and if you have tested it or you have the ability to like go go try it out see where you you know the other thing i'm up. curious of is okay which we can look or just come up with our own is does everyone use the same hand? Or if you're left-handed, can do you, you use, use your, your dominant hand? hand? Which one? Yeah, which one do you... I would assume you use your dominant hand. Yeah. That would make it uh, equalized, yeah. I would say. Uh, so, yeah. There's that. Grip strength. Hopefully you enjoyed. We appreciate you for listening. Yeah, we'll catch you next time. See ya. As always, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to learn more, check us out at CoastalFitnessVA.com or GaryDeagle.com. We'll see you next time.